Welcome to Line Check with Jack and Fee. I'm Fiona Liddell. And I'm Jack Hinks. And today we're going to talk about our gig stories, gigs we've either played at, our scene, or, you know, bands that really impressed us, that kind of thing. So, welcome aboard. Why do I keep saying welcome aboard? <laughs> welcome aboard. I don't know why I keep saying that. <laughs> um, yes, so yeah, this is Line Check. <laughs> Can I get myself turned up in the monitors, please? Thank you. <laughs> That's good. Cheers, That's Big really John. Good. <laughs> a little more of me. All of me, none of the other. Can you turn everybody down and me Can you up? make the drummer stop playing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. The song you heard at the start was my newest single, Graceless, with my band Geffer Geist. Uh, it's me and Neil Ray doing electro, pop, fun, dark good times so if you liked what you heard please give it a listen on spotify or itunes electro pop dark fun <laughs> good times no all right <laughs> off we go so great thank you um so yes today we're talking about gig stories so we're gonna kick off with gigs that we've played um and just some funny things that have happened <laughs> at least how many gigs do you reckon we've played together as like a total number in five years. Oh my goodness. Across all of our different bands and projects. Oh <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're in about the five hundred the three hundred, five hundred ratio, surely. Somewhere between there and there. Quite possibly. It's I mean like every five years. Or every year, every, sorry. For the first little while we when we were yeah, doing the fringe, much. it was about forty, fifty gigs a month. But that was yep. that was only in August. Um, so I reckon a good deal of, we're probably at least in the 300s I'd say so and I can't the stand the sight of you <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn your camera off I can't look at you oh, by the way oh, we do sorry, this over sorry. Zoom so I can't actually turn this camera off I'm not gonna um, speaking of the French uh, one of my favourite venues we played back at the start was the Tron uh, Church is that what it was called? Tron Church? Tron Kirk Tron Kirk thank you that was amazing oh, it's my favourite thing what's it called again? <laughs> terrible impression of me. Yeah, you, your t-shirt oh, by now was I was really trying to make good. you sound trite. Oh, I see. <laughs> He's recalibrated. And um, where else have we played? Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for checking in to Line Check. <laughs> see you next time. Uh, we played see regularly. Finning his wake. Sometimes during the French. Sometimes oh, most of the time just during the year. We've played Bohemia. That's probably my. Yeah. I said my lots top three venues. I would say in Edinburgh. Purely because oh, it's, it's definitely it's, it's lovely, awesome. It's so cool, and they've got dancers oh, yeah. and comedians and singers and musicians and and just yeah acrobats, and it's insane. It's such a good venue. If you want, like, well, obviously not now. Once this is all blown <laughs> over <laughs> and they're allowed to do their big spectacle again, I highly recommend going to Bohemia for you know just mm, a pint oh, or Bohemia's something. Great. It's so good. Um, there's there. Uh, we also played Stramash. yes Stramash is another one that's my other one that's also my top three of places just to go it's a lovely stage Tyler. and really good live sound yeah to see some band perform or to be in the band performing both sides of it are, are awesome like all the sound guys are really sound 
Um, and uh. <laughs> all the equipment's good. Uh. This crowd's always really up for it. Probably because oh, yeah, the street's totally. quite cheap, especially but still. when we. Especially when we're doing gigs there that start at half midnight. <laughs> Weirdly, yeah, they're, they're super late gigs, but you know they're usually if it's a weekend, it's yeah usually packed and everyone's proper up for it. It was great. We did a Sunday night one, I think. At oh, half quite 12. a few, and, that, and it was packed. That was when I was, was still. That's when I was still working um, a part-time job and had to be up and in, in the shop at like half nine the next morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if I could do that again, like energy-wise. I think I'm just past it already. I definitely peaked. You're already old. You're already past it. <laughs> so is that that Shramash Bohemia? And um, they're probably my team. Uh, I love Sneaky Pete's. Sneaky Pete's is great. Oh, I really like Sneaky Pete's as well. Oh, we've really had great. we've had a lot of really good gigs at Sneaky Pete's. We have, yeah. Josie, I remember Josie and, like and the... Manic Pixie Dreams playing there. Josephine Sellers. Oh yeah, and they were really really good. Uh, the last gig we saw before everything went down was actually uh, our friend Sam Bidgood's gig with Future Get Down, which was a really fun night as well. Yeah, and there was, was this really, weird really sense night. at that point that you know this might be the last time we're able to get in a room together. It was a strange like overtone yeah. for the whole night of a, yeah, kind of like we gotta really make this count, soak it all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it was which about was four nice. days afterwards lockdown was imposed. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, gig stories. So we have a few ideas, what we want, the ones we want to talk about. I think we should open with Make Jack Cry. <laughs> oh, this is a tale <laughs> for the books. Um, oh, okay, so we were in, we were gigging uh, Kitty O'Shea's, uh, which was Pivo Pivo uh, in Glasgow. Um, it was our only was... Glasgow gigs back then, really. Yeah, oh, Glasgow gigs are great. Why don't we go to Glasgow more often? We should. It's really, we've got a car now. We can do it. Well, we can't really because True. of laws, but well, yeah. Well, there goes that plan. <laughs> Why don't we go to Glasgow more <laughs> we often? so close. There's germs, so Jack. So close to going global. Not germs. Um, there's a virus, Jack. Yeah, we, okay. So we were, we were at Kitty O'Shea's, um, mm-hmm. and this was a time when we'd been doing a, a couple of gigs uh, with a full band uh, with drums and bass. Um, and... Um, Will, the bassist at the time, um, shout out to Will Bleasdale. Um, Rough as Oh, toast. man, I'd, I'd had a little bit of a rough day. Um, uh, I think, I can't <laughs> remember what was going on. It was something to do with work or I was just feeling a bit low anyway. Uh, but we'd all come mm-hmm. through to Glasgow and we were going to do a gig uh, with Isaac and the Ransel Men, uh, who are also... Well uh, remembered. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. They were a fantastic band. Um, I think they're, they're based further down in... England just now, but uh, yeah, Isaac's uh-huh. uh, Isaac's big into sort of um, 50s style, like old American kind of bluesy, um, mm-hmm. almost like, you know, big double bass kind of kind of rock and roll, which is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we were doing a gig with them uh, and our stuff was a little gruffer at the time, but that reg- regardless, um, we were sitting backstage uh, in, in a cupboard um, and... <laughs> I think Will must have sensed that I was it's maybe usually feeling... a cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> Will was maybe had sensed that I was feeling a little bit down, um, and he just turned to everyone else in the band and said, "Guys, <laughs> let's make Jack cry." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we proceeded and just... to try and make you cry. Yeah, and it became it became a fairly long-standing game in in any of the it outfits was. and it bands was very that fun. that we've shared. Um, <laughs> you can't cry it yourself. You know, what if can you do? If your friends can't make you cry, then are they even real friends? Are they even really your friends? Let's be honest. Uh, um, yeah, was so... that the same gig where 
that drunk was, Glaswegian it, lady it came up to 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 me and you. I think it was was it not during sound check? <laughs> no, it was it was, it was, it was. was it? I'm sure it was sound checks. We got off stage and she's like, "You're oh, amazing." Maybe. You're so good. You you are incredible to me, not to Jack. And then <laughs> we started playing um, the actual set. I'm pretty sure she then shouted out, "It's your band! It's no his band! It's your band!" to me, um, which helped in the process of making Jack want to cry. <laughs> and this is the thing. This is the thing. Unfortunately, this was just you know ground zero. But this is not a one-off occasion. <laughs> almost <laughs> almost all the time. Uh, whenever we're doing a gig, um, someone comes up and like, oh, you've got an amazing voice. You're so good. I love it. And then turn to me and like, oh, and you're really good too. Like, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Um, That's not true. Yes, it is. It's not been true with hi-fi. It's not been true That is a lie. Really that is a lie. Like, People love your guitar playing and it's the harmonies in hi-fi that make it work. Yeah, but it's always a secondary point after having come up to you being like, you're amazing, can I get you a drink? Oh, can you do Whitney? Oh, that's so good, you're so talented. You're both so good. <laughs> Ow, my stomach hurts. I will say, to be fair, Ben, is, ben Lobin has echoed the same thing. <laughs> like, people come up saying, oh, your singer's really good. Thanks for tonight, pal. It was excellent. And just walking away and not saying oh my anything. God. The there was a... There was a really extreme version of that. We were doing a wedding um, earlier. Uh-huh. Was it either earlier this year? Or, no, no, it was the, the end of last year, where yeah, um, yeah. Ben had just got like a brand new laptop. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, it was it was a, it was a wedding gig that we were doing, um, and a, like full band set up. And Ben, our keys player, runs his keys uh, and a MIDI keyboard through his uh, interface and and laptop, um, which is all sort of propped up. Um, on the stage but because there was no actual stage it was just a completely flat plain floor Uh Uh, we were doing a Kaylee and some some woman was getting thrown around around like in in, Which in a is, Kaylee to be hole. fair happens fairly often with Kaylee it's very Scottish yeah um and and <laughs> she let go or was very dropped or whatever mm. <laughs> and not too tarty <laughs> um and and yeah very and, and she got ah very good uh, and she got she got thrown and just basically slid a good couple meters and just took out Ben's laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's we can and, say it, we can laugh now. At the time, we were all very angry and very appalled that this had happened. To we, we were we I were completely like in shock because it was brand new and it just like he he unplugged <laughs> everything so he couldn't play anymore in the middle of a song. Uh, and then, Luckily, it was Kaylee, but she, still, she got us. She got herself up, and um, and then, and then Ben sort of like you know made made an introduction that would you know, oh, you usually lead to getting an up. He's like, "Hi, I, yeah. I believe you. Uh, I believe you knocked over my laptop," and she just dusted herself off, completely ignored him, <laughs> and went up to you and were like, "Oh, you're amazing. Love your voice. You're so talented." <laughs> I and missed this. Are you off. serious? <laughs> Trying to introduce himself, I saw her come up to me and me be like, "Do you see what you did?" <laughs> oh my goodness, that is horrible. Oh, I'm so sorry, that was guys. Hilarious. Singing is like a um, 
it's almost seen as like a magical power if you can do it well, which I think is, <laughs> is weird, but everyone wants to be a really good singer and everyone on a, on a kind of level, and on the same level, I think kind of knows they could be an amazing singer, but they, you know, didn't have the same, you know, experience or, or practice or talent, whatever you want to call it. Whereas guitar playing and drums and everything else is, same, is seen as more as like a specialist skill, whereas singing is something that I think everyone you know, thinks they have the capacity to do and wishes they could do really well, if that makes any kind of sense. So it's a bit more relatable. Everyone wishes they were as good a singer as me. And (laughs) you can be with new vocal lessons from Fiona Liddell. Be that amazing star and shut your band down. I do teach vocal lessons, actually. (laughs) If you do want one, Use this as a clip for your promo. This is my only source of income now, so please. Um, But I think there's something to be said. I never said I'm a star. But everyone's heard good singers and everyone understands what that sounds like. So hearing it, do you know that? Do you know what That's I mean? Fair. Do you know what I mean? I think mean? I know what you mean, especially especially when it's when it's a cover band, you know. Which, yes. Because if, if if Sorry. no one's paying attention to how good or bad of a player you are, I suppose that means you're doing your job really well. Yeah, because session you're, band. Yeah. You're 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 covering the original part, and people would listen to it and go, "Yep, sounds like it does on the record." Yep, oh, the singing's a little <laughs> different true so i suppose i'll try and take it as a compliment (laughs) (laughs) i'm just trying to say i think singing is a slightly more everybody whether you're into music or not can hear a good singer and a bad singer i think it's i suppose more universal in that sense that's the interesting like like we were saying in the last episode a lot of people the lyrics and the vocals are the first thing that they hear or that that grabs their attention most and means the most to them so it, it makes sense that the singer um is often the uh i suppose the interface between yeah. the audience and the band i think yeah i think that's yeah what it is um i think but why it's can't i be a guys. good interface it's nothing against you guys at all i think i'm just, a singer too i know you are pal i know you are God, <laughs> let's just leave it i've said all i need to say i'm just saying the same point badly seven times in a row so i'll just <laughs> stop god um all right jack yes What's the best local band you've seen live? Ooh, this is the mm. thing. There are so many really, really good local bands, but I think the one that yes. really appeals to my tastes the most mm-hmm. um, was we were opening uh, Sneaky Pete's for uh, Angus Monroe. And Ooh. oh, nice. it actually pains me <laughs> that he's not so well revered and known globally those who know because him he's so think he's amazing but yeah you're right he should yeah have a much but everyone should know him audience. he's so yeah. good mm-hmm. um and he had a full band for his ep release mirror man which is yep. an incredible ep and he's also um since then released a deluxe version with a couple extra tracks Ooh. um and oh man it was the band coordination <laughs> the music it was so so tight and he's such a natural charismatic performer Aww. he's so funny um, love him. I, I think <laughs> I love him so much. He's great. Uh, so the guitarist that he was working with at the time, I think, and think still also, uh, mm-hmm. is Fraser Jackson, um, who is like a, a really good guitarist in Edinburgh and Glasgow scene. Mm-hmm. I think does a lot of stuff with Fat Suit as well. Um, but he, I was so caught up in how good they were and so mm-hmm. in awe. He he did a huge, giant, like overindulgent guitar run solo uh-huh. and it was so tight that it actually <laughs> dropped me to my knees i oh, remember being wow. 
just floored by the talent in that band they are so good you do not hide your enthusiasm at gigs actually there's several stories of you shouting out things like there was an anomaly (laughs) gig we went to anomaly is a a french keyboardist so we're going a bit further french canadian french canadian sorry we went to see him at voodoo rooms uh last year on a day where neither you or me were really feeling that up for gig for going out sorry i think we had a weekend of gigs or something like that and we decided to go tired and to mcdonald's to try and get some energy <laughs> and it had the complete opposite effect no it didn't i crashed immediately Did it not? I, I fell oh, asleep it was so good. i fell asleep <laughs> during the- <laughs> I loved, I loved when the, the whole gig I did love, it. I remember nodding off at one point. I think it was in a very like chill moment before the gig started. There was like a chill beat in the background, like over the speaker. And I was just like, oh, I'm in a wee seat. I've had a McDonald's. I'm really tired. <laughs> Can we have a nap now? See you later. Can I get my dressing gown and my fluffy slippers? My house coat. Um, so yeah. Oh, it's not a house coat. It's a house coat, mate. It's not. All right, Manchester. But yes, it was during the Anomaly gig. There's a video, I think, of during like the final song he did. And it's just you going, that riff is so tasty, really loudly. (laughs) (laughs) And to be fair, it was. It was a very tasty (laughs) riff. Um, So that's one of my favorite, like, recent gigs we've been to. My my favorite local band, or one of my favorite artists that we've seen recently. um, I've got a couple of names. I've got Finn Anderson, I really enjoyed at the... Oh, my God, he's so talented. Yeah, was that the Blue Arrow? It was (sighs) the Blue Arrow, wasn't it? That was Blue Arrow, yeah, in Glasgow. I've listened to Flick the Switch a ridiculous amount of times. It's such a good song. Um, and yeah, him doing it just himself with the piano is also incredible. When I listened to it on, this, on the release version, uh, just all the instrumentation was, was awesome as well, obviously, but just him on his own. The fact that he can carry that um, Mada song is, yeah, brilliant. Um, another name, Awkward Family Portraits, I've listened to fairly regularly since we've seen them. Oh, they're a, since we opened they're for them. amazing too. Oh. So yeah, we, we did a gig with them in, in January of this year. Yeah. In the before four times. Um, <laughs> in the and, oh, They're so good. I love... They're really good. I love um, Kick the Bucket. Is there one about food? I remember there being one about Chipati food. 3. Chipati 3. That's a great song. That's so a really good. good. Oh, yeah, this is another oh. one. How would you describe the genre of that, actually? I suppose it's almost old rock and roll yeah. revival, but with with almost a bit of with Glas- Glaswegian accents <laughs> yeah we did a gig with them and that was that was great the skinny said we were captivating oof you're joking <laughs> uh, what else have we seen live Yoko Pono oh my gosh I could talk about Yoko Pono oh, I forgot Yoko about them entirely Yoko Pono are an electronic group based in Edinburgh but they travel to Sky a fair bit to record I think and they're uh, fronted by two fiddle players both incredible there's Lissa and there's Lewis um and around i think about two years ago i stood in for lissa at a couple of their gigs um and i've never had as much fun on stage as i've had with them apologies jack but that's the truth thanks <laughs> no but they're just it was just like a rave it was i don't really play i don't have any band that's like that's like them that i'm in uh, at all so I, it's a completely different atmosphere and maybe that's why it was great but yeah it was just jumping around dancing having like bow sword fights and stuff all this stuff that you know i don't i don't really get to do very often um and it was just wasn't amanda palmer in the audience that was the second time and yes she played a little extra set yeah that was the second time Mm. i stood in for lissa and amanda palmer turned up and did like an impromptu gig because 
obviously it's Amanda Palmer. She just goes where the wind takes her. She's like a <laughs> beautiful fairy witch queen who just runs around and plays kicks whenever she wants. Um, but Yoko yes. Pono, that's probably one of my top uh, local bands that I've seen and then been in performing with live, I think. Mm-hmm. And you should check them out if you want something completely different, but yet super catchy and super well-produced and stuff. How do you spell them for people listening that don't oh, know? Oh yeah, them? fair enough. But this is this is a podcast for people who are literate, Jack. Not illiterate. Oh, of course. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Y-O-K-O-P-W-N-O. Yoko Pono. That's correct. Ten points. Pretending <laughs> <laughs> about spelling. Ten points to Gryffindor. Ten points to Gryffindor. Um, we could talk about Chris Shiflett. Yes, yes, we That could. was a very exciting thing that happened to us. Yeah, that two, was a really, really fun gig. Ago. We ended yeah. up playing... No, a year ago. Uh, Sorry. Labelle yeah, Angel. Yeah, April 2019. Labelle April Angel. 2019. Yep. Um, for Chris Shiflett, the lead guitarist of Foo Fighters, which was Woo. amazing. I, um, the It was funny. The message uh, asking if we wanted to support came through on April 1st. And I was like, I don't oh, know it's a joke. this. Somebody's having me on. I can't get too invested in this. It's definitely mm-hmm. a joke. But it was after 12. In, <gasps> it, it was after lunchtime. So and As we all it, know, you, know, you cannot prank someone after that point. Right, the rules stated that it was reason. real, and we ended up we ended up getting to to open for for Chris and his band uh, for his debut album, which was amazing. Uh, ah. Put my last put my last uh, Hinks fabric sticker on his pedal board. Oh, how cute! Um, I liked um, our mate Callum came to support us as well, and he was you know shouting out lovely stuff during our set. And then I think during Chris Shiflet's set, he shouted out something um uninte- well, no, football it was, related it was football related <laughs> it was f the hats basically was what he said and chris shiflet kind of sort of heard it and interpreted it, interpreted it as play the hits and his genius response to that was i haven't got any <laughs> <laughs> which i think shows a great uh, amount of humility for a foo fighter <laughs> like oh yeah he was re- he was really down to earth and a lovely he dude. was super sound actually yeah he was really nice yeah and we played how big was that crowd it was fairly big for us anyway <laughs> Pretty much it was more than out. five people, so yeah, whatever the capacity of the <laughs> <laughs> Bella Gel was, it's pretty much that, yeah. Capacity of eight. Jeez, we're oh pushing it. Oh my goodness. We're How will we keep their first. attention? Um, I really enjoyed seeing a lot of um stuff at Hidden Door one of the years. Um, there Ooh, was a, yeah. There were a lot of really good gigs like in Lee Theatre and the decommissioned cinema just across the road from it um mm-hmm. where there was there was a huge jam gig happening in the cinema and there were lots of pieces of oh, film wow. that were submitted even uh, uh, part of fabric before it got fully officially released as a, as a oh, song it was and playing piece of film. There, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah um some of the some of the video that we shot for fabric was playing in the background on the projectors in this huge old cinema which was really cool and uh, a lot of people were painting the band mm-hmm. as they were performing and it was just a really oh, cool wow. multimedia cool. evening and I'd, I'd love to play lee theater because there's just, just a love huge theater, stage yeah. and big up to lee theater who are definitely big up not to listening lee but we might as well shout them out anyway. <laughs> just the building case. listening to us please let oh, us play tune in imagine this massive pair of headphones now on lee theater <laughs> oh, that's me <laughs> that's me let's get them inside that was one of my weirdest gigs i think we've done um i think that's before you joined we were were playing elite theater and we're obviously struck by how stunning a space it was but it was a gig it was for we'd been hired to basically play on stage for an hour whilst this light company 
showcase like all the amazing um like pyrotechnics and different things they can do and different colors and different you know gels i don't know lighting terms it was basically like this is we can do concert lighting and it looks like this here are some it was a good job to mention gels well done (laughs) i know what i'm talking about um but yeah they were they were just basically just showcasing all their amazing lights and we were basically just models for so we played the set it was all yeah it was fine but like yeah we were basically just modeling for this light company so a very like a fairly empty, massively theater with like a couple of people who are obviously you know dead into lighting, kicking up out to see the lights <laughs> and play with this like iPad control panel, and we just kind of did our set. And I chuffing love like... gels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know. The gradient is they... so smooth on the <laughs> X five, way better than my X three. Or theater people who wanted to come see how these lights worked. So it was like a very quiet gig uh, of just us singing. And I think the sound guy at the very end or whoever was running the night was like, thank you for coming, everybody. And thank you very much to the Apollos and for, for what has probably been the weirdest gig they've ever played. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah, <laughs> actually, that's fair. Actually, I remembered another Apollos gig that we did that was a uh-huh. little bit um, unusual. Remember when we mm. played an aircraft hangar for a cyber hacking conference? When did we do that? It was about a year or so ago. It was over at the uh-huh. SEC. Yes! Oh no, yes, 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 yes. Okay, it's back to me now. It's back that to me. Was that amazing. was great. There was blooming there was arcade games. There was oh, so good. Free there was a oh, there was a great buffet that just kept bringing out different like foods. Was, like, and here's the thing, the smaller oh. the smaller the um the utensils like forks and stuff that they give you the fancier <laughs> it is and it was a the very small chrome looking fork. Yeah. So we knew I we love were a, I love any time. gig that's got free food in it. I will play oh, yeah. for anybody at any time if you give me a plate of mac and cheese. There was um, a wedding that had, uh, oh, what was it? Like sort of pimp your own mac and cheese or something. So you could do truffle oil, you could do chili flakes, you could do <gasps> oh bits of bacon. God. Yeah, Remember that was that? so good. That was the, uh, the mac and cheese one, truck. Right? Yes, mac oh. and cheese truck. That was great. Or the one that had like oven baked pizza. Oh, that, oh. Okay, Any oven baked pizza wedding? This is a bad idea to record a podcast day. when you're hungry and haven't had lunch yet. I know, I'm really hungry. <laughs> this is this is becoming much more of a food podcast than a Sorry, podcast. yes. And we both love food, though. I've thought of another gig story we forgot to tell uh-huh. before, actually. We were doing a gig in Edinburgh at the Mash House, I want to say, um, with a promoter and a couple of bands or, you know, whatever it was. And the drum set wandered off stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh one God, of the I sets this one. Oh. what was that about oh uh, yeah so Jack? i think um if i remember correctly the promoter asked me a day before the gig if i could provide the drum kit as one of the openers yes, who is not it. a drummer <laughs> um it was it was a bit of a bit of a thrown together experience um uh. but um but yeah so because I didn't have an easily available drum kit, being a singer and guitarist. Yeah, no guitarist. car or anything, really. Yeah. I don't know, you yeah. might have a car at that point, but it's, it's besides the point. But, um, but yeah, so we, we we turned up to the gig and we almost weren't sure whether there was going to be a drum kit after having oh. been promised one. Uh, and yeah. the promoter last, last second brought one through um, begrudgingly. <laughs> um, but it was it was a real dog of a kit. Um, and <laughs> no, it had a leg missing. 
That yeah, was it had it. a had a leg missing on the, the on the kick, kick drum, drum. Had a leg missing. Yes. Um, so oh, what what they tried to do was was prop wedge. Yeah, was prop the 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 kick up with a keg of beer that they just got from the back room, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was such oh. a shame because I think we managed to somehow be okay um for us yeah set, i don't know I what we did but there was a band for us who were playing and occasionally the kick drum would just obviously stop playing because it just, just rolled away from the poor and just... drummer and he had to oh, just move it back such oh, a that shame. Poor guy. oh man <laughs> oh house kits oh that was fun oh house kits oh, indeed yeah, so the moral good. of the story is if you're you know putting on a gig um and you said there's gonna be a back line make sure there's at least a, a back line. If, it's, if it's rock <laughs> <laughs> if it's a rock band probably best idea to source a drum kit from somewhere and so the drummer can just bring their breakables and set up and you know yeah preferably <laughs> not 24 hours before this gig that you've been oh, planning well, yeah, that's for months kind of a problem it's a bit of a problem yeah <laughs> oh, good times good times good times i i miss gigging i do i do really miss Me gigging too. i feel I know like we touched on this before but we can touch on it a bit more as well because yeah it's getting it's getting less and less likely. The more regulations come in, it's the the day where we start gigging again is getting further and further away. Yeah, I initially thought like remember back in April when this first or, or March even when this first got. Um, yeah, you've brought this up before. In, yeah, we yeah. were like, we'll be gigging during the fringe. Yeah, but like even even then, it was the idea of Christmas gigs, and um, oh yeah, and New, New Year's, Year's gigs. gigs. Um, yes. that I've almost been we were certain they were gonna a little unsure about whether to try and plan off, anything yeah. else because usually we're gigging in New Year's but I'd be highly yeah. suspicious of any New Year gig that does go live um, I would be suspicious with, with a, as well. a real band they've cancelled um, Edinburgh's uh, Christmas market and and New Year's like how will party. I survive without the Christmas market how will they know that I've got a girlfriend <laughs> We can't take sweet selfies next to the ice rink with a penguin and a hot apple cider that tastes like vomit. I just don't like hot the apple Christmas cider. market. I'm just looking for someone to go on adventures with. I'm Lauren. I love Jen I'm 23 and, and I love Jen and hiking. <laughs> Jack's had a bit of a bad time on Tinder. <laughs> anyway, he's fine oh. now. He's, he's happily he's happily cohabiting with a lovely lady, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Just to vent sometimes. Um, I'm kind of I'm sad the Christmas market isn't on because I know what it's affecting. I know. I was just getting onto that. I was justifying why it's a sad thing, and then we can talk about why it's also a good thing in a minute. So the reason why it's kind of a sad thing is because yeah, it's a tradition, it's a staple, and loads of vendors kind of depend on the market and the hundreds of people that float through that every year to buy a snow globe for 12 pounds i was gonna say euro because it just feels like a european thing it's well, very it's german isn't it yeah it's very german um and now that's not happening and um, the good news is though that they're not gonna have to rake up all the grass and and just destroy princess street garden and completely again. destroy princess street garden exactly and the street party no two i'm not in two minds about that that i'm happy that that's gone that is absolutely fine after the stunt yeah. they tried to pull the last few years with getting people who lived on Rose Street to wear wristbands to go into their own house, absolutely fine. Cancel away. Good night. Put it in the bin. Not in a the fan. end, we, we put, put the new year underbelly in, in the bin. The bin. <laughs> How can you do that? How are you justifying, you know, giving people wristbands to go into their own house? I mean, I get that there's probably a lot of logistic sake. problems with, you can just say, oh, well, I live on Rose Street. 
and then Hancock I suppose you could, but... It turns yeah. out, like, 60,000 people live on Rose Street. <laughs> oh, we're all at 20 slash 4. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. And the police um, escort you to the door so you just can't leave. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think having a big party at the castle would be is a, is a fine idea. That's all. Then you know they broadcast like the sort of New Year's tattoo they do. That's all. Great. I would Street love party, to though. gig at the castle. Oh. Now that well, there's weddings there. We might get a gig at the castle. Yeah, you don't know. Well, oh. you know, in another life we could <laughs> we could gig at the castle. In um, another life, I'm Lionel Richie. <laughs> if anyone's getting married at Edinburgh Castle, just know that Jack and I want to play doesn't matter who you are we just <laughs> want to play at the castle no 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 of course we'd be happy to play at your special day at edinburgh castle if you do have a day planned um i love how our podcast has just become a 45 minute long ad. <laughs> for us our bands musician is a great way to start learning mastering and enjoying the guitar oh god sponsor no, as musician Ultimate Guitar Pro is the only way you're going to be able to view these chords without a million pop-up ads in your face. That one really hurt. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. It's because it's true. I'm just trying to learn this song. Um, so in terms of gigs, I guess we're just kind of waiting until 2021. I guess so, point. yeah. I think we, thing, like... we've got a weird idea of there's going to be a magical reset button in the new year. Oh, there never and everyone is. will be out. Yeah, of course not. Everyone will be out gigging again January 1st. New but I, year, I think... new me. I, I'm really sad that 2020 vision, my whole hashtag <laughs> thing for this year, has really aged terribly. <laughs> well, Fiona. Yes. Hindsight is 2020. Oh. <laughs> That's the new updated version. Yeah, we can da, do that. Da, 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 da. Let's go, girls. I miss singing that one. What songs <laughs> do you miss singing? Mm, oh, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Man, I Feel Like a Woman is always so well received it's just yep. such a and we have fun playing it naughty's as well, banger it's oh yeah it's, it's a 90s song isn't it <gasps> i thought it, I i'm gonna 90s. i'm gonna guess 2003 i think it's 99 look it I'm up gonna check though man i feel like a pandemic it's released 97 we're both wrong man i feel old like an idiot <laughs> i miss that one i miss i do really miss um can't stop as well that was always just fun for me because i didn't have to do much i know you had to do loads loads of breathing involved and like yeah Yeah, when i realized i was breathe i was fulfilling my uh fulfilling my dreams as a professional rapper (laughs) it's got a melody to it it's fine it's not like the whole car blood rat that one yeah that's actual rapping yeah that's that one by the way we don't play that one we play can't stop is it so those are our some of our gig stories our favorite bands our favorite live shows we've seen etc um if you've got any that you want um us to hear about or if there's anything you think we should talk about in the podcast please let us know my handles and all that stuff is fiona little music on facebook and leona fiddle on instagram jack what is yours at jack hinks music h-i-n-k-s 
wonderful. And wonderful. we also have music on <laughs> uh, Spotify and Apple. The song you heard at the start that you're probably going to hear in the outro is called Graceless. It's one of mine with my band Geffergeist. If you like it, I'll put a link somewhere in the description or something so you can find it easy because I'm not going to spell Geffergeist. There's just, yeah, it's too many letters in that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a little too German. Too, it's too German, like the Christmas market. Too German. <laughs> anyway. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you all next time with your podcast. See you then. It will be better. Next time. <laughs> <laughs>